It's Jimmy Craig from Dude Box Wrestling Podcast, and today I'll be telling you about uh, WWE signing two legends of the wrestling business, two executive producer jobs, with how this can impact uh, the fucking landscape of wrestling. Uh, I'm making my AEW Fighter Fast predictions. I'll be telling you, but there wasn't that much news. Um, I'll be telling you about Io Shirai. I'll be telling you about Kenny Omega. He uh, made a he made a tweet that some people were annoyed about. Um, now we're talking about Drew McIntyre. We're talking about Drew Gulak. We're talking about Justin Funderlager. Like it wasn't that much news from what I read on the websites. I used to get my news from websites and just kind of put it into a podcast. Um, but yeah. So there wasn't much news. It's probably a short one. But in case you didn't already know. I have the cheese on your burger, your favourite wrestler's favourite podcast, the Iris Cannon, the physical embodiment of Red's Tea Biscuits, the Bono of wrestling podcasting, the most entertaining man in Derry, Mr. Iris Cannon, the demo podcast, the 20 minute man, the main event, the centre for decent tweets, the rest of the rest. I am in the pen dent. I am Demo Craig. So, what's been news? Eric Bissoff and Paul Heyman have been assigned to, exec- as, assigned to executive producers of War and Smackdown. Uh, yep. And uh, respectively, so Eric Bissoff is the executive producer of Raw, and Paul Heyman is the executive producer of SmackDown. So, how will this affect WWE? Well, Eric Bissoff and Paul Heyman will be overlooking overseas talent. They'll be reporting back to Vince. So, it's already massive, and the two big and they are two big minds in the wrestling business. Two guys very very smart in the wrestling business and absolutely great minds two people who you wouldn't you you would want in your side and for fuck's sake Eric Bissoff the guy that helped WCW or fucked up WCW whatever they got it Paul Heyman ECW he made ECW who made the revolution that is ECW and it Obviously, one of the best things about the late 90s, early 90s, late 2000s are. So, like, Best Bissoff and Payment, they are going to be absolutely amazing, amazing minds for the WWE, and this could help WWE get out of the shithole it currently is in, and it could help it finally get back to its glory days. So, I think this is amazing, and it's just better for wrestling. It's just better for the sport of professional wrestling. So, it's 2000 again, but everybody loved 2000. Nobody loved 2000. Then when everybody says 2002 when I was born. I was born January 25th, 2002. Everybody's happy. Everybody's happy. 2002 we good. Yay. <laughs> so, um, next, I'll be telling you my... Uh, so, next, Cod Angle is a store in a movie called Chasing Molly. Uh, so, remember last week when I told you about Hulk Hogan store in a movie? Yeah, no, Cod Angle store in a movie. Uh, saw the trailer. Looked good. Um, 
I don't know, I'm always very weird with the rest of the Storm movies. And it's not that like the movies are bad, it's just that they're bad at being actors. And um well I guess the rock, he's made up like forty million now is probably such an actor, but so for some it works and for others it doesn't. So yeah. It's strange, but hey, it's uh it's quite angle and if anyone can pull off being a bit uh, strange at times, that's quite motherfucking angle. So next I'll be giving my AEW Fighter Fast Predictions. And first, we have on the preset SCU, where Hank will play the represented by Kazarian and Scorpio Sky. Boss's best friends, aka Chuck Taylor and. Oh, what is it? Chuck Taylor and. Oh, what's his name? Chuck Taylor and. Tony Brother. Oh, I don't know if I can remember his name there. Boss's private party, and the winner will advance to an all out. So on Mania season, uh, for a short and a fast run by in the AEW Tag Title Tournament. Who do I have here? SCU. SCU. I think it is. I don't think you can really go past SCU. You can see they're they kind of like the big team. And that's you can always you can always go for best friends because the best friends are an amazing tag team. But Private Party, I think that's in there. Take the pen. Oh, I think that's the pen. Private Party, and then take the pen. Or maybe I don't know. I hope either. SCU or Best Friends. I haven't played it quite cool. They did this thing um, on the road to Fighter Fest. Um, and so, probably talking about obviously Brooklyn, like, I thought it wasn't easy for them to go on up. So, we could see them get the win, but ah, uh, SCU. Next, we have Michael Naka 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 Nakazawa versus Jabele <laughs> in a no DQ match. Um, uh, Nakazawa, I don't know it is. I don't really know what else, uh, how I was going to comment on this, but yeah, I do think Michael and that kind of will uh, take the win. So uh, everybody will be happy. Everybody will be happy. Good way to start the show. Everybody's happy. Nakazawa wins. Yes, sure. Next, we have Christopher Daniels vs. Shima. So this is going to be absolutely class. Could very well be match of the night. Christopher Daniels vs. Shima, two of the best in the wrestling business. Um, to the best ever, and uh, this could definitely be a match of the night. <laughs> Excuse me, um, to absolutely 100% could be a match of the night, Christopher Daniels with Seema. Um, but I do think that's gonna be a perfect night for SCU as the other member of SCU, Christopher Daniels, will be picking up the win against Shima. Next, we have a Yuka Sakazaki, Yuka, Yuka Sakazaki versus Riho versus Naila Rose. So, Nelly Rose is obviously a fucking beast, and I think this could be a squash match, or could, go, or could be a good one, if everybody knows it can be a squash match. Um, I think Nyla will take apart Nakaz. I think Nyla Rose will take apart Sakazaki and Riho pretty, pretty quickly. Uh, so I have Nyla Rose destroying. I think this will be a squash match. Nyla Rose destroying. Sakazaki and Riho. Next we have Adam Page versus MJF versus Jungle Boy versus Jimmy Havoc. So this is definitely gonna be a good match. Um I've always been a fan of Fatal Four Ways when they're done right. Um and this will probably be done right because this is done by Smart Rest people. So I think uh I think Adam Page will uh pick up the win and obviously build momentum to all out when he faces Chris Jericho to be to appear in the first ever. All Elite Wrestling World Heavyweight Champion. 
Next, we have Cody versus Dobby, Dobby, Dobby fucking Allen. So, Dobby Allen was an OTT so recently. He faced Cody Davis, which I thought was an absolutely amazing match, obviously. Um, and Dobby Allen is a great wrestler. And... I... I'm gonna go on a will here and say... Mm, see, this is one of the ones I don't know if I'm right here, but this is also one of the ones that I think can have a big shock. I'm gonna go... Dobby Allen beating Cody. Yes, I just said that. Dobby Allen beating Cody. Listen to me. It is good. People could be saying, oh, but Cody just pushed himself to win. But I think if Dobby wins, big shock, and then it'll just be class. It's like big shock. Everybody will be talking about it. They'll get more exposed for AEW. It'll be amazing. So, I'm going to go on a whim here and say Dobby Allen beats Cody. Next, we have a non-sanctioned match between Joey, Janela, and John Moxley. Um, and this is going to be great. Someone's going to die. Someone's going to die in this match. Um, which is not good, obviously. But um, someone's going to die, which is scary. Um, but I do think, in my opinion, Joey Janela... I do think John Moxley will get out of the win, will get out with the win and defeat Joey Janela. Next, we have that WWE have recently filed for the trademarks of a couple of names for their wrestlers. So the wrestlers can't use these names in the indies. They've trademarked B Team, Heavy Machinery, Selena Vega, Lacey Evans, Viking Raiders, Lucha House Party, EC3, which is a big one, not only talking about anyone else, but EC3, he's called EC3 in the indies. Um, and Impact Greek Maverick and the Iconics. So obviously, all that I use want, I'm going to be using the design anyway, but EC3, who actually was called EC3 before he came into the WWE, so that's big. If he leaves WWE, he'll have to use a different name. So that's cool. Um, Viking Raiders, that's shit, and then the rest of them just like, oh, it's just the really main names anyway, so good for them. Uh, next, Kenny Omega has deleted a tweet about WWE. Uh, the tweet is, the tweet was, if lining your pockets with Saudi blood money is okay, then what's wrong with trying to undermine a charity show? For gun violence, I hear that healthy competition is supposed to be a good thing, and yet I can't feel but like I'm, and yet I can't, and yet I can't but feel like I'm gonna be sick. So, I tweeted, deleted this, and I don't understand why he deleted it. He is right. WWE do it. Do we take Saudi blood money? This Saudi Arabia is a fucking scumbag of a country. And Kenny Omega and the Bucks and Cody are doing this so to help help a charity. This is amazing. They're helping good people. They're helping a charity. And do we be are just do we are just taking money from fucking Saudi Arabia who are scum of a country, scum people. And it's not, and Kenny Omega literally should not have deleted this because there was nothing wrong with that tweet. They're helping people who have been involved, who have been attacked by gun violence, which is not nice at all. Um, and obviously it's horrible. So it's not like this is a bad thing. He's just trying to point out that AEW are doing a good thing by helping people who have been affected by gun violence while doing a baby or taking advantage of Saudi Arabia money and Saudi Arabia country who don't even give women full rights so Saudi Arabia is just horrible and uh, I think Kenny Omega definitely should have put this, kept this tweet up 
This is just pointing out that AEW are doing a good thing by helping people who have been affected by gun violence. So yeah, fuck you WWE, and fuck your fans. Um, next, Chris Jericho has been announced for Fight for the Fallen, which is really cool, because Chris Jericho is absolutely great. Um, and obviously Fight for the Fallen is so uh, AEW doing to help people with gun violence, so it would be great to see Chris Jericho there helping out and donating too. Chris Jericho, obviously, the goat, the goat, the greatest of all time. So yeah, that's really cool to him. Uh, next, Io Shirai has torn the heel um, against Candice Ray. So obviously, Io Shirai uh, was facing the baseline this week on NXT UK television. NXT television. There's two kids match for the NXT, NXT Women's Championship. And Shane Baszler won. Uh, so then, Candice, when Candice Ray got in, that's when I controlled it. Io Shirai headbutted it and then it beat her up, uh, hit off a chair. She actually suplexed. No, brain. No. She brain it onto a chair, which is ugh, so. And um, so ESY is now healed, and we've done this all well from the next two taping spot. Uh, I think the next episode of NXT will have her full entrance, which is really really cool. If you've seen the um, spoilers, so it's gonna be great. So yeah, I can't wait to see ESY as a heel. Hopefully, she beats. Her, her and Candice are going to have obviously an amazing rivalry, so it's could definitely, definitely, definitely need a Candice beating her, and then Candice getting at her as well. Candice beating Shayna, and ESY going up to the main roster as a heel. Next, we have uh, Kevin Owens invites a fan to SmackDown who got spat on by Mandalorian and intimidated by Billy Ray. So, another rates fan. Was literally just speaking his mind, doing nothing wrong. Uh, got spat on by Mandalion, and then got intimidated by Billy Ray backstage, and he was brought backstage. Uh, so that's always a horrible thing, you know. Fuck Mandalion, she's a bitch. Uh, fuck Billy Ray too. Never really liked him. Kevin uh, uh, Owens obviously did the good things. He's a good human, not like Billy Ray and Mandalion. And invited him to a show. So we went to last week's SmackDown. He went. Got a photo with some fans, which is great. So yeah, that was an amazing thing to do. Uh, good, good on you. Good on you, Cav. Good on you, Cav. Owens. Great human, man. Uh, next, it's going to be on the show Evolve 10th year anniversary, or okay, Evolve 131, on the Sun, on WWE Network, the same day as Fight for the Fallen. Excuse <coughs> me. So, do it. It's to be on the show Evolve 131, aka Evolve. Sorry for an anniversary. Or 10th anniversary, sorry. Um, and it would be now what it's going for the Fallen. And this is horrible. This is also one of the things that's wanted to be. They're taking advantage. They're putting the show. It's just a normal fucking evolved show. Um, on the same day as the show, AEW are helping victims of gun violence. So fuck you, WWE, you fucking scum. It is horrible, horrible that you are doing this, and it's horribly up in the show on the same day as Fight for the Fallen. And it's horrible that you're fucking doing it at the same time as Fight for the Fallen. That's not a fucking coincidence, you cunts. That is us Eons being scum and not caring that the AEW are helping victims of gun violence. You're just horrible, horrible people. Fuck you, Vince. Let's retire. Uh, next, Undertaker returned on Monday Night Raw to set up a tag match. 
uh, Alex Rimbos between Undertaker, Drew, Undertaker, Roman Reigns, Drew McIntyre, and Sam McMahon. And Undertaker and Roman Reigns versus Sam McMahon and Drew McIntyre. And apparently, Undertaker has hand chosen Drew McIntyre to be his opponent at next year's WrestleMania. So, this will be big. This will be cool because if Drew McIntyre is the only real wrestler that can. Um, that could beat up or at least retire The Undertaker in any type of way because he's the only made guy who could beat him up and he's the only real guy in my eyes that could retire The Undertaker. Imagine the heat. Imagine the heat. And that could just fulfill the prophecy of Drew McIntyre being the chosen one. So that would just be great. Um, yeah, so we're going to Drew. So next, let's do some quick fire news. Jim Ross announces a autobiography, second autobiography, second autobiography to come out in 2020. Good for you, Jim Ross. Uh, obviously, a legend, mate. Uh, current commentator for AEW, one of the color commentators for AEW, so good on you, mate. Next, we have Buddy Murphy recently took to Twitter that he's a feud of Alistair Black. He sent out a tweet saying, knock, knock. Is really cool. So, our friends have obviously referenced to Alistair Black wanted someone to knock on his door and let him pick a fate with him. So, Body Mafia was Alistair Black. Give it to me. Give it to me, do it to me. Make me a friend again. Uh, next, Justin Thunderlager will make his final CMML match appearance again in a match against N. Casas, Ultimo Guerrero, and Kairistico from my non and do it to me in a traditional fatal following match. So, good on you. Um, good on, yes, Justin Funderlager. Obviously, Justin Funderlager, one of the best ever, one of the best ever to release of a pair of boots, an absolute legend of the wrestling business. And as uh, this is, I guess, this is kind of his retirement tour. It's a sad, but hey, it all, it, all, it, it all comes to an end eventually, and we just gotta enjoy it while we can. Um, and the final bit of news for you is that uh, Tony Nese versus Drew Gulak the WWE Cruiserweight title has been set for extreme rules so that'll be absolutely great it's going to be a great match uh, I have massive respect for both of them and I just cannot wait to see to do like beat the set out of me and that's finally so even that he really is this new sadistic madman so yeah do good like a Cruiserweight champion beautiful Damien Craig I've been Damien Craig from Damien Bucks Wrestling Podcast hope you enjoyed it I love every single one of you. Thanks for the support recently. It's been absolutely amazing. I'm really close to 1k total lessons in the podcast. This means absolutely the world to me. Love every single one of you. Happy wrestling, everybody.